This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. Well, I'll tell you what, in New York, eyes always light up when you see a robin's egg blue box or a bag under the tree. Um, in Annapolis, because we always do things a little bit differently, the eyes light up when they see a black bag or a black box under the tree. And joining us today, again, is Constance Palomalu, who is the operations director for Zachary's Jeweler, and Steve Samaras, who is the owner of Zachary's Jewelers. How are you guys today? Excellent. Doing great, John. Thank you. You guys are the jeweler in Annapolis, and I, I've purchased several Christmas gifts from you over the years, and uh, they always do make the eyes light up, whatever you get. And we wanted to talk a little bit about, because everything is getting somewhat back to normal after a couple of very challenging years for everybody for any number of reasons, and we still have some challenges ahead of us, but we wanted to check in and figure out you know, what some people might be having in that special black bag with the with the script Z on the side of it or the that black box under the tree but i mean have you seen any trends or anything that are going on as we're going into the holiday season yeah absolutely um you know for one we always diamond basics are always a staple this year the diamond basics seem to be a little supersized but the trend that's a little bit more unique to this year is that we're seeing a lot of jewelry that can only be described as happy jewelry. So brighter colors, you know, lots of yellows and pinks, blues, but really vibrant things. And I feel like it has to do with everybody just being so excited to get out and about and restart life that there's this energy going into people looking for more fun, happy jewelry. That makes sense. Uh, I mean, I mean, jewelry typically is a, um, I don't want to say a black and white world, but I mean, you think, you know, diamonds and silver and gold and platinum. And, you know, after the last year, we we certainly can use some color in our lives. That's for <laughs> <Right>. sure. <laughs> that That is for sure. Zachary's is been on Main Street. And I know before we started recording, Steve, you mentioned that this is coming on the 16th anniversary of the big fire that you had at but you were in the 100 block of yeah, where Starbucks is located now. We uh, <clears throat> we were actually open that evening. It was the day after Thanksgiving. This year it happens to be the 25th, which is Thanksgiving. So we personally have a lot to be thankful for being here 16 years. You know, we always do. The fact that we're just here is, um, you know, pretty thankful after the last couple of years. So it's uh, we need to do that. But what would you suggest for, let's say, the 17-year-old St. Mary's senior yeah. that's got his high school sweetheart is uh you know all geeky and gangly strolling in the door i mean uh has been saving up his lawn mowing money and you know is there something at zachary's for him yeah of course um one of the one of the top trends um that's coming back is actually pearl jewelry and so for pearls you can really get something like pearl studs for very affordable sometimes under a hundred dollars even and then we also have a brand in-house called 585 by zachary's and that is all 14 karat yellow gold jewelry curated by our youngest staff members um and it's you know very wearable smaller, delicate pieces. Um, you can get several pieces in the collection under $500. So you guys have started your own brand? We have. <laughs> when, when did that happen? Uh, when, we, uh, when we had time on our hands to, <laughs> to think of how do we uh, rebuild the business um, yeah. or the, you know, during the, uh, the initial 
part of COVID. But to add to that, Constance, um, we do have a national brand. If, if that young lady happens to be brand conscious or gentleman, uh, Gucci seems to work very well for them. Absolutely. Gucci. Yeah, I bet you that's going to be big this year because you've got the big movie that's coming out at Oh yes. uh, the house, <laughs> the, ha- the, the house of Gucci. Gucci. I'm listening to a podcast and it's with the murder and everything else. It's, uh, right. it's we loaded up on the, on the inventory there. Yeah, so we've got lots of great things there too. I would imagine, and and you you guys have plenty of stuff for pretty much all sizes of wallets. Again, from that high school senior. Um, what does Elon Musk buy when he strolls in? I mean, I remember last year, or a couple of years ago, you had some crazy Hope Diamond-esque thing mm-hmm. in, oh, yeah. in inventory. Yeah, well, uh, we've got some pretty amazing things That was the rumor. You wouldn't let me in the back to see it. But that's <laughs> <laughs> Kept that on a lock and key. But we do have uh, quite a number of pieces that um, are very, very valuable, one of a kind. Now, you guys source your own. You you go out on your own buying expeditions, right? We do, all over the world. Where's your favorite place to buy jewelry? As a as a jeweler? Oh, I was going to say one hundred Main Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for the for the consumer, but I mean, I mean, you know, is is I guess is Africa still the the place to go for diamonds? Africa is um, whether De Beers is the is the uh, company that. Uh, Really, I, I don't want to say controls the industry, but they have a great deal of influence on it. And uh, the three countries in Africa that they have supported, um, Botswana, Namibia, and South, uh, Africa. South Africa, along with Canada. But um, what they've done for those nations in, in providing uh, 50% of the profits that they extract from natural resources there goes back to the country. Uh, and you can see the development in those in those literally third world nations prior to the um, Beers' involvement. You can see the growth in those com- countries now. Yeah, I mean everything from healthcare to grants for you know entrepreneurs and wildlife. I mean the preservation efforts, you know, going on in these African countries to preserve elephants and rhinos and animals that we knew a few years ago were potentially going to be extinct soon. I mean, the growth that they've been able to to share is amazing. That's nice to hear that, uh, you know, a company as large as that is doing uh, probably very similar to what you do here in, in yeah. our own little, <laughs> little we burg. Were, we were very fortunate to have been invited by the De Beers group to... Uh, have dinner with um, the president of uh, Botswana, minister of mining, and there was a third gentleman there. I can't recall who it is, but we were one of three jewelers in the country that was invited to that dinner. That's pretty cool. It really was. (laughs) When was that? That was 2019, March of 19. Yeah. Wow. In, uh, not, not San Diego. We were, uh, we were in Palm Palm Desert. Desert. You, didn't break, you didn't break any like social protocols or anything there when you're dealing with the dining with the president of Botswana, <laughs> no, no, did you? No. Hopefully not. <laughs> He's a very friendly gentleman, so <laughs> hopefully not. That's that that's really neat. I think that uh, you know it, it rubs rubs off. I don't know whether you rubbed off on them or they rubbed off on you, but I mean you've also been just a huge community supporter. Um, I. When I think of Steve Samaras, I typically think of uh, you know the the short cheerleading skirt and the pom poms or something like that because you are the uh, and Constance is over here going okay there's a, there's eraser 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 something I know there's a vision I don't want to see but you you've been such a cheerleader for Annapolis uh, and the business community for 
decades. And um, I know when people want things done uh, as a business community, they you know, you're always involved in that conversation. And when anybody needs something for a little league banquet or, you know, a, any kind of a fundraiser or a, a nonprofit, um, you're always, always willing to talk and to help them out where you can. And, you know, that's all about the community. That's, uh, you know, really what you guys are all about. Well, thank you. It's, uh, you know, our motto, if you will, is, you know, never say no to, um, local fundraising event or charity or whatever and it seems to work well with us well we are going into the holiday season on saturday the 27th is the small business saturday it is and that's i guess that was started by american express several years Mm -hmm. ago to kick off shop local which um shouldn't be a day it should be a lifestyle and it should be year round uh, you know I, I don't have any business for any of the uh, big box stores and these uh, large corporate chains that come in uh, totally off topic i was down in beaufort south carolina a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and they told me the greatest story about chasing a starbucks out of town starbucks <laughs> is a very it's very much like annapolis is locally owned small businesses line the the waterfront sort of street there starbucks came down they took over a historic building the business community said yeah no we're not going to support you and we're going to tell our community not to support you and they're like well we're starbucks and they built out and they opened up and sure enough billy bob's coffee shop has got lines around the block and starbucks is hello we're open wow and they lasted six months they moved out to the highway coming into town where they built a standalone building of and and that's doing fine that's wonderful people that are coming in but they were no we want downtown for the residents for the visitors and for locally owned businesses and i just thought that was such a great story and i will tell that for forever and ever but i think that you know it's so important to support local businesses and you know, it's, it starts on, well, happen to be where you are, but on Main Street. And Main Street could be Maryland Avenue or West Street or it could be anywhere. We do need to support local businesses because in the end, the the profit that Zachary's Jewelers make gets turned right around into dinner at O'Brien's or Middleton's or purchasing a comic book at Third Eye Comics or whatever it may be. And that's really what makes the world go round and supports the robustness of our community. You mentioned different um, events coming on. And I know that one of your signature events is on the Grand Illumination, which is on the 29th this year. It's the day after Small Business Saturday. And you have also brought in the Chesapeake Ballet a number of years to do little snippets and vignettes from the Nutcracker. Is that happening again? It It is. is, And it's one of my favorite nights of the year. It really is just magical. I think for me, the holidays aren't the holidays until there's been a performance of the Nutcracker. And so the fact that that's a part of what we do, I mean, Evangeline's brainchild, really, it just makes me feel like, okay, it's time. You know, it's, ho- it's the holiday season now. It is a magical event. Uh, it is a crowded event. Uh, I mean, you've got those right out in front of the store, right on market space. There's a giant area that's matted down for the dancers because you don't want them dancing on the parking lot <laughs> on right. the street. You've got hundreds and hundreds of people just tip, tippy-toeing, craning their necks, looking over, trying to catch a glimpse of the talent that's coming out of the Chesapeake Ballet. And then you have them in your store, uh, the ballerinas and the yeah. ballerina O's. Actually, you know, they come out and they you, you can talk with them and, and discuss and and shop, of course. 
Yeah, we actually, um, a lot of people don't realize this, but we have hot chocolate in the store, hot chocolate and cookies in the store before the performance. And at 4 p.m., Clara, the lead in the Nutcracker, reads to all of the littles that are in the, whoever's around can come and sit down in our lounge and she reads the Nutcracker to them. So my son's actually bringing quite a few friends. Um, he's two, so it should be <laughs> exciting. Um, and we'll have, of course, child-sized masks if anybody needs one or wants one and grown-up masks. But it's, you know, whatever makes you feel comfortable, that's what we want to provide. So um, it should be a really magical night and a great great thing to have back I think last year was just so heartbreaking to not have certain events like this it is and to see that we're we're back uh, last year we had our midnight madnesses this year on the second ninth and the 16th which are Thursday nights and last year they were here they they existed but it was definitely scaled back the outdoor entertainment was scaled back significantly but this year with vaccines and boosters uh, available and people getting you know vaccinated and boosting and, and really just ready to get out ready to add some as Constance said color into their lives whether it's with jewelry or with experiences we are back and we are open for business again and i think that's uh, exciting do you have anything planned for the midnight madnesses we do we uh typically offer some refreshment as do most of the uh, businesses in and around downtown you still um, keeping the good stuff in the background yeah, i do <laughs> <laughs> um and then we have our annual holiday party on uh, friday the third this year following the first midnight madness so we've got a busy week ahead of a ahead of us next week that's something that you've done did you do that last year the holiday party. No. We no. did not do a holiday party last year, which was probably the first time since Steve's yeah, <laughs> been in business ever. that we didn't have yeah. a holiday party. But Constance came up with a tremendous idea in the summer months <laughs> after you know things started to loosen up a little bit. That's right. That's yeah. right. It was the, Christ the Christmas in July. Yeah. That's, that's right. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, it does take a little bit of a nerves of steel for a retailer to shut down some prime shopping hours to throw a throw a party for customers so i laud you for that and uh some of the questionable sweaters that i see stroll, <laughs> strolling strolling in and out of there, there as well all are welcome <laughs> puppies babies questionable sweaters <laughs> well I, absolutely well do you guys have a list i mean what what's on what should be on the christmas list for people this year i mean from all give me a couple ideas of specific things that you might suggest somebody is looking to get in a jewelry gift yeah, I think one thing that Zoom made everybody aware of was our ears because we were shoulders up. So if there's one piece of jewelry that you feel like you don't have in your closet and if that one piece is earrings, this is the year because, you know, some people did invest while they were on Zoom. But now that we're back in person, there are some things that are still carrying over and that's that people are wearing more earrings again. You know, they kind of come and go sometimes but i think now people really see that power of what an earring does to the face interesting interesting you, now what is the top selling type of jewelry around the holidays is it rings is it necklaces earrings i know you said or something that you want to look at diamonds diamonds <laughs> yeah, yeah okay there, the there's, a, there's a surprise yeah, it is the staples it's it's always the diamond studs the diamond tennis bracelets the diamond pendants the diamond necklaces right so yeah it's um but again, as Constance mentioned, we, we are seeing a lot of movement in the colored stone direction, mm -hmm. the sapphires and the emeralds and rubies and so forth. Here's a question for you that 
jewelry is pretty stagnant as far as value goes. It holds its value. It's not like it's a car when you, you know, you, you know, I, I don't buy a diamond ring from you, walk out the thing, and all of a sudden it's worth half the price. Okay. <laughs> right. it, it, it keeps that it keeps that value and, and it may appreciate too and it may fluctuate a little bit. But why is it why is jewelry so from an economic point of view so very stable? You're dealing first of all with precious metals. Um and uh you know the the natural resource that uh, that we just mentioned, the diamond, has found a, a place in I don't want to call it economic circles or or you know investment circles, but although it has been there, and the longer you retain these items of jewelry, of course, the, the, it seems that the uh, the value has increased over time. And you look at gold. Heck, I, before the uh, the gold standard was relaxed back in 1979, I believe it was $35 an ounce. Now we're looking at $1,800 an ounce for for that metal, and the same has happened with uh, with gemstones as well. So, although we don't sell jewelry as an investment from an economic perspective, we sure. do sell it as an investment in uh, in relationship. Oh yeah, and and that seems to be well. It it really does. What's your favorite gemstone, Steve? My favorite, yeah, I, you know, <laughs> I love diamonds. I love fancy colored diamonds. Specifically, okay. yellow happens to be uh, my color of choice in diamonds. That's uh, it's an interesting when the diamond is crystallizing in, in Mother Earth. The element boron is trapped into that crystallization process and, and makes it a tint of yellow. And the more of that element that's in the crystallization process, the deeper the color. Okay, so as I sit there and I typically think of a typical diamond as this ice clear, colorless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now you've got these ones that they're the darker. Oh, yellow. the rarest of diamonds. The rarest are fancy colored: the pinks, the reds, blues, uh, purples, the blues. Interesting. Yeah. What's your favorite gemstone? <laughs> you gonna go with diamonds again? Well, diamonds are a staple. I think they're a non-negotiable, right? But um, I love color and I love the excitement of color and how personal it can be. So my answer is a little bit that I think it depends on the person. So for me personally, I love the gemstone Pariba. We happen to have one in the store right now that's beautiful. It's surrounded. It's a light, bluish kind of minty color and then the one that we have is surrounded by pink diamonds and it's stunning um but for some women they just come alive when they wear rubies or emeralds or sapphires and that to me is the exciting part is seeing which gemstone matches which woman so right i kind of like them all all right and back to a, a you know one of the questions you had just a few moments ago john uh i would like to take this opportunity to thank our team because when it comes to what a particular person is looking for at the holidays if they are clients of ours that they have been our team takes it upon themselves to to look at what the client has purchased in the historically and to recommend pieces that complement that so you may walk in the store this holiday and say you know i don't know what to get my my wife or girlfriend or whatever and uh we might have exactly what to get (laughs) oh yeah well and and then the other thing that our team does is if we don't have something they're very good at letting us know i think this person really needs x and we don't have it here but i know it exists can we get it and steve and i do everything we can i mean 
back flips, side flips, if we know for certain that there's a piece of jewelry that would be perfect for someone, whether we have it or not, we're going to do everything we can to get it for them. But that starts with our team letting us know. Right. And then the whole thing, too, is that you guys can manufacture your own stuff as Absolutely. well um, and do, do that all the time. I know that you had somebody design an award winning ring, which was flowing with color last year. <laughs> right. um, that was just absolutely fabulous. Um, and and as you said, you've got your own house brand that's able to you know, fabricate it there. Um, you are open for business. I mean, still, I mean, I know through COVID, you figured you figured it out and you figured it out in a, in a great way with your happy hours, with uh, video conferencing, video consultations, telephone, curbside pickup, delivery, the whole nine yards. You figured that out. Uh, and for those that are still a little bit cautious about COVID, I mean, is that all still that's all still available for them, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, we approach everything and we think about humanity. What is the most human thing that we can do for each other and for our customers? And so for those who are still uncomfortable coming into the store, absolutely, we can find solutions from video chatting to curbside pickup, even delivery if necessary. You know, we're here to really be your champion wherever you are with this space in life that we're in together um so yeah that's not going away and we're you know i think we can make a commitment that that's never going to go away even you know when this pandemic is long behind us if for some reason you need us to do something for you we're going to do it well, some of the stories that you guys have shared in the past have just been real heart tugging and how you've got multi generations that are coming on with, uh, you know, from the engagement to the wedding to the, the baby to the anniversaries and every, everything else. And, you know, Zachary's Jewelers is less about selling jewels and gems than it is about establishing the relationships between the people that walk through the door. And, you know, the folks that come in that maybe buy one thing occasionally are just as important as the Elon Musks that are coming in every, every. I don't know that he shops there, but you know, <laughs> you know that comes, comes in every other weekend and, and purchases something or other. We all would hope, I would. You know. Of course. Well, all of our customers, every single person who comes in to buy a piece of jewelry is coming in to celebrate something. And it doesn't matter what that price point is. If you're celebrating something, we want to celebrate with you. Whatever it takes for us to do that, you know, whatever the requirements are, we want to celebrate your best and brightest moments with you. Um, and that's, you know, that's what keeps us going. Not a bad philosophy to have. That's why I let her talk. <laughs> <laughs> Steve just sitting back there going, okay, go ahead. Take, take, it, take it away. Take it away, <laughs> Well, you know what's funny is, is Steve lets me do the talking, but what brought me to Zachary's and keeps me at Zachary's is that everything that I'm saying to you today and that I always say is what I know in my heart he really believes you know and that's that goes beyond I think a lot of people would be blessed to be able to say that they can stand behind their their boss their employer their company and say no we really mean this and that's why I can confidently tell you no, it's it's not about the jewelry. It's about the people. It's about your greatest moments. Right, right. 
Well, I'll tell you what, as we start to wrap up, I mean, I, if you could get me a list, like a Christmas shopping list. You got it. Um, you know, and let's go from, let's go for something for that gangly 17-year-old St. Mary Saint that's looking for something to uh, the Elon Musks of the world that are coming here. The ones that are in the back room in the safe that I'm not allowed to see. <laughs> we want to start that gangly 17-year-old that you refer to with his uh, his or her little white box with a red ribbon mm-hmm. in that black bag. I have to tell you a quick story, too. It just reminds, reminds <laughs> me of this. I have told this to hundreds of people, uh, maybe more now after the podcast is, is uh, released, but... Years ago, my father was sitting across the counter from me as I was feverishly wrapping. It was the 24th of Christmas Eve, wrapping gift after gift. The girls were selling, Errol was selling, Errol was back there wrapping with me and wrapping this gift. And he's sitting there having a glass of eggnog. And he looks at me and says, son? I said, yeah, Dad, what? He said, uh, had I known you'd be wrapping gifts for a living, I don't know that I would have paid for four years of college. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, Dad. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Well, I'll tell you also, just one thing I want to really quickly address, and people are going to start to get in the news a little bit more and more, and you're going to see some more advertising and everything else, but Annapolis is going to be undergoing a major change for about 18 months starting in February um, when they bring the wrecking ball in and finally pull down that Hillman garage, which is the one that's tucked behind Main Street and uh, behind like Jimmy John's and all of that and City Hall. Uh, that's going to lose about 600 parking spaces. And as we all know, parking is pretty tight here in Annapolis as it is right now. But how is Zachary's Jewels? I know that the city is working to make sure that everyone knows, hey, we're open and ready to go. But I mean, Zach, is it business as usual for Zachary's? Yes. uh, Constance and I are are on that team uh, headed by Eileen Eileen Fogarty, uh, offering our input and suggestions uh, as to valet parking, as to uh, transit system that can get people from one place to another uh, with relative ease. So there's a lot that we're, we're very positive about uh, for this next adventure, if you will, that the city is about to embark on. But, <laughs> you know, the good news is, John, we're losing 490 spaces for just over a year. We're gaining some more by you know some of the things that were being offered, but uh, when it reopens, uh, the net gain is estimated to be close to two hundred, which which will be a good thing. And then yeah. backing up on that eighteen months of the garage, then they're going to be embarking on the whole city dock reconstruction, mm-hmm. um, which will be making that parking area into a you know essentially a park and a very nice place to be. So there is going to be some construction probably for three to four years mm-hmm. in downtown Annapolis, but. The lessons, I guess, learned through COVID and, you know, how to deal. I mean, at, at one point in COVID, you were not open, but yeah. you were doing business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there are probably going to be some times in the next couple of years where people go, oh, my gosh, I don't want to go downtown. But the message, has, you know, is no, downtown is open. Uh, it may not be quite as convenient, but certainly Zachary's has turned around and figured out a way to make, you know, to make the relationships continue to make the celebrations continue uh, regardless of pandemic or construction, I guess. Well, you know, the, again, I've been studying this for almost 40 years, but you know, the parking or the perception of a parking issue downtown, they're really only, I think the last count, there were about 80 days a year where, where the garage was um, completely full. Uh, obviously weekends uh, during the summer months in Bocho, 
I don't even think it's 80. I think it was 65 now. But anyhow, most of, of Annapolis's client base, at least for the, the local business, um, excluding T-shirt shops and, and things of that nature, but uh, most of them um, are patronized by our local community. Few of those people that come downtown to shop actually use the garage unless they're coming down on the weekend or unless they're coming down for a lengthy stay restaurant uh, in the evening or whatever. So um, although there is going to be you know, a bit of a challenge there involved with, uh, with the next year and a half, um, we like to think that um, some of the things that we're putting into place now uh, some of the new creative ideas that the mayor and his office have come up with, along with Eileen and our group, uh, is not only going to have a positive effect on what happens in this next year and a half, but long term, it's going to change the, the the face of what downtown parking and transportation looks like. Oh, I agree. I agree. Well, Zachary's Jewelers is open. Zachary's Jewelers will be having the Chesapeake Ballet on the 27th mm-hmm. of this month, which will, no, the 20, 28th of this month. Yes. 27th is Small Business Saturday. Mm-hmm. 28th, 28th is the Grand Illumination. And 4 o'clock is Story Time. 4 o'clock is Story Time. I'm always looking forward to That's such a, a magical night when the uh, lights go on and typically half of the fuses are out and then the second half of the tree lights up afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and the, but the, the Christmas carols and everything else i know that the uh it's the jc's i think that put that on aren't they that, mm-hmm. that yes. are the sponsors there and uh it's such a hometown feel i mean it's i sit there and laugh but they pull the, the tow truck in and that's the stage yeah you can sit there and cringe and go what kind of a you know what kind of a backwoods town is this but it's it's really a very magical night and it does kick off a very magical time in annapolis uh, as the Street lights are up. The de- stores are all decorated. West Street has the canopy of lights over there. Maryland Avenue, uh, always keeping up with the Joneses. They have theirs in their blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Annapolis is just a really magical time. If people don't uh, haven't been out for Midnight Madnesses, again, there's three days. There's the second, ninth, and the sixteenth. They're all Thursday nights, and stores are open till midnight. The first two and eleven the second. Uh, go on in and browse the store. Uh, smile, introduce yourself to Steve and Constance and ask them to take you into the back room where they keep the good booze <laughs> as, as opposed to the cider that they, <laughs> they, they give out hey, there. Hey, don't knock our cider. People love no, our cider and eggnog. <laughs> the, 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 the cider and eggnog is very good, as are the cookies yeah, always. always cookies. So we don't, don't forget the cookies. Experience Midnight Madness, experience Zachary's Jewelers uh, and all the other retailers that are down there. Shop locally. It is so important to our community as a community as to keep these businesses thriving. And um, just remember, if you're still a little bit of freaked on COVID, Zachary's has, has the answer for you. They're meeting you wherever you are, as Constance said, and, and building that relationship. And that continues on through the construction that we're going to be seeing in the next couple of years. But, it will. Um, thank you very much. And Constance, you're going to get me a, a, a shopping list, right? Yes, I am. Okay. Thank you for having us. And lastly, thank Thanks, you. Yeah. This has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionannapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday. 